Welcome to the First Million Podcast, a podcast for empowered women working for financial freedom and lifestyle abundance. I'm your host, Emily, and I'm pulling from my experiences building a multi-six-figure business in my early 20s, investing and achieving financial literacy, and traveling the world while I work to steer you towards your highest potential. Let's dive in because you know what they say. The first million is hard, but the second million is inevitable. Let's talk about how to stop being insecure and stop dealing with imposter syndrome. Because I'm telling you guys, insecurity and feelings of severe imposter syndrome can literally derail any plan you have for your life, whether it's starting a business, advancing in your career, or just finally starting to express yourself in a way that's going to allow you to thrive in life more. So let's address a few tangible tips that I have for you to turn insecurity into confidence, into self-assurance, and you'll see how much this will literally change your entire life. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the First Million Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Emily. I am a full-time business mentor for online coaches and OSPs, but First Million is your one-stop shop for a kick in the ass to change your life, reach a thriving financial and lifestyle position, and today's episode all about confidence and imposter syndrome and insecurity and all of the things is really going to be an important step in your journey to living your dream life. Before we get into it, I do want to pause for just about 30 seconds for my service showcase where I share with you one way that through my business mentorship company, Emily Woods Wellness LLC, that I can directly assist you in achieving any of your entrepreneurial goals. Although this is not a show exclusive to entrepreneurs, I know a lot of you guys are. If you're not into it, you can skip ahead. I have my editor timestamp these episodes. But if you're here for it and you want to get some access to some direct help, on your entrepreneurial journey, today's service showcase is Passive Income Boot Camp. PIB is a phenomenal course that I created well over a year ago after a beautiful trip that I took to Maine with my family where I realized how many people were not taking advantage of passive income in their businesses and how many people were really just basing their entire income in their business off of how much work they could actively do, or even how many people were just basing all their income off of their paycheck from their job when they want to diversify, but they don't really have time for a side hustle. So passive income is the answer to all these issues. Income diversification is extremely important if you want to see success across the board in your financial life. And PIB is a really bite-sized course. It's less than $80 USD for you to learn exactly how to develop a profitable concept for a passive income offer, how to do your market research and testing to know that you're not wasting your time, all the way through offer development, marketing, actively launching, evergreen marketing, all that jazz, everything you need to create your offer, put it out there and keep it selling consistently. You can access PIB at the link in the description box below, and I hope you guys love it. Imposter syndrome will literally 
ruin your life if you let it. Insecurity and imposter syndrome can stop you from going for opportunities, from celebrating your wins. It can make you feel extremely unmotivated, undeserving of things in your life that you've achieved and really like unable or unwilling to try for new wins in your life. So insecurity is about more than just like walking into a room and standing up taller. I think that insecurity and feeling imposter syndrome can have a very direct and tangible impact on your success in life and your satisfaction with your life. And so we need to figure out together today how to overcome your feelings of insecurity and turn that into unshakable confidence that is not only going to help you achieve more in life, but it's going to stop people in their tracks, make them listen to you, and just overall make you a more impactful human. So I want to start with like a little story about my journey with insecurity and imposter syndrome. I actually feel like in my own business, I've not really struggled with insecurity so much. I mean, I come from a very small town, not, I would say pretty small town, small city. Um, it's, it was a very small town when I was growing up. It's grown a little bit, um, but I'm from like a small town basically in the South and it's not, I never really knew anyone around me who was doing anything entrepreneurial or like different. And that was to the point that I did never think I'd really move back here. And since then I have, I'm obsessed. I'm so happy with my life. I travel so much and it's just all amazing. But all that to say that although I never dealt with like severe insecurity coming from this background where like I had to be confident to put myself out there because I knew the girls would be chit-chatting probably behind my back. And I was like, I'm the only one who has to live my life. I've always been very acutely aware of that, that I'm the only one who like is living my life. I will say though, that I have struggled pretty significantly with imposter syndrome, with downplaying my own success with not wanting to share or even acknowledge my own wins. And I really like saw this come to a head when I was relaunching the First Million podcast with a rebrand, which I just did um, about a month ago, about a little over a month ago. And the first episode that I put out was titled Becoming a Millionaire at 26 Years Old. And if you've listened to that episode, you already know the story. But basically, I was out walking um, my parents' dog with my husband and we basically just like realized kind of randomly in the same moment that we had surpassed like that like a millionaire status um and neither of us like noticed and i for so long had put such like emphasis on achieving that it was such a big deal to me and so that was like pretty crazy to me um but i never talked about it i didn't talk about it for a long time and then i put that episode out because it matched the brand it needed to happen it was the culmination of like it was like the true embodiment, really, of the podcast and the whole brand of the first million. And so I had the hardest time like talking about that. If you look back on my Instagram and you watch the little reels that I'd put together to market that episode, I was just like so unsure of my words where I'm usually so confident and steadfast. You could just totally tell that I was not giving that energy. I was very much going back to my like, little southern girl roots looking down high-pitched voice like unable to make eye contact the whole nine yards and so imposter syndrome feeling like an imposter for achieving this goal like that's been a relatively prevalent part of my journey and I do think that if you have imposter syndrome that is separate from insecurity 
you're a little bit better off, but I also think that imposter syndrome can really like ruin your life in a lot of ways because it can make you feel so undeserving that you, like I mentioned earlier, stop accepting and being open to new opportunities. So then it comes back to having like a really tangible, terrible effect on everything in your business, your career, your life. So taking active steps to overcome your imposter syndrome, to overcome your insecurity becomes an essential when you want to start like up leveling in your life. But it's like, well, how am I going to do that? Because this is what I get so freaking tired of is people just being like, oh, just like read a book, like read some personal development books, um, you know, really like work on your mindset. And I just find like in my life and for a lot of my clients, that doesn't really work. Like doing personal development and reading books and journaling and all that, that's not going to hurt, but I think that it's only one piece of the puzzle. And I've given a lot of what I think is good advice over the years about overcoming imposter syndrome and becoming more confident that I want to share with you guys today. So diving in, as always, I think that I have this whittled down into kind of like three or four, maybe like four or five points here. Um, So first things first is overcoming weaknesses. A lot of times when you feel insecure or you feel imposter syndrome, mostly insecurity, it's not for no reason. And that could be controversial to say. Um, But usually if you have an insecurity, there's like a one to two percent plus of truth around what you're feeling insecure about. Because like, for example, if I'm talking about a topic in business and I feel kind of insecure, like talking about it, I know I need to. I may need to be telling myself like, hey, you know what you're talking about. You've been doing this for years. You've implemented this successfully. You need to be confident. But there's also that percentage of me, like the five to 10% that knows, you know, actually you could probably stand to do some reading on that topic. And if you spent a couple weeks, you know, reading a little bit and maybe going through some education on that topic, you'd feel a lot more confident. So I think that understanding where your weaknesses are and improving upon them can be really essential. Education is one of these things. If you are insecure in some area of your career, your business, whatever it is, become educated in that area. Like make that subject matter your bitch. (laughs) So you, there's no question of should I be confident or not? Should I be insecure? Should I feel imposter syndrome around this topic? No. I know what the heck I'm talking about. No questions asked, like no wiggle room, no room for interpretation because I literally went and studied, went and took a class, like went and did my research. So identify your weaknesses in your areas of education, even like physical transformation type stuff. If you feel like your biggest area of insecurity, think for a lot of women, they would say their biggest area of insecurity is like a physical thing. Take physical action steps to improve upon that. Even if you know like I shouldn't feel ugly. I shouldn't feel any of these terrible things that I feel because I know I'm not those things. I just know it's my insecurity talking. But if you also know like I'm not actually like moving my body as much as I could be. I'm not fueling my body with like nutritious foods as much as I could be. I'm not getting enough sleep like I know maybe I should be doing. Those are tangible areas where you can make improvements where you're going to actively be able to whittle away at that insecurity that you're feeling while also working on your mindset. Because my next thing is personal development. You can make personal development, so reading, journaling, even therapy I think could go in this category, 
you can make that part of your routine for growing your confidence if you're like, I know that I need to instill in my brain more information and more, just more input that is positive, that is inspirational, that is focused on my own growth and development. Do that, right? Don't just blindly go around, wonder why am I insecure? What do I do about it? Identify areas of weakness. Is it my mindset? Is it my physical being? Is it my daily habits? Is it, you know, education? Is it how can I actively work in that area and then do it? So taking action, identifying weaknesses, super important. All right, your second confidence tool is going to be to exercise discipline. If you missed my episode on discipline and creating discipline in your life, you need to go listen to that. I will link it in the description down below. Such a good episode. But literally, if this is standing out to you, you need to go listen to that because it'll go into way more detail on the topic of discipline. I probably talked for like 30 minutes for that episode. But if you do not practice discipline in your day, which as I mentioned in that other episode, discipline means keeping commitments, honoring commitments that you make to yourself that nobody else is going to be holding you accountable for. If you do, if you let that fall by the wayside and you just decide that like, I am not worth my own time, you are not going to have self-respect. I think that exercising discipline equals self-respect in a lot of ways. So if you're not exercising discipline daily, you're not cultivating self-respect, you're going to struggle with insecurity because you're going to feel less than. You're going to feel like everybody else is above you and everybody else gets commitments honored and is more valuable because you place them over you when it comes to how much respect you have all based on discipline. So whether you initiate an exercise routine, a meal plan, a self-care routine, whether you get up first thing in the morning and make your bed or do any anything at all that just requires you to make a commitment to yourself that you follow through with, right? Getting up 10 minutes earlier, whatever it is. If that's something you need to do to institute a pattern and a habit of discipline into your day to increase your confidence in yourself through self-respect, do that. Go listen to my episode on discipline, pick a habit that works for you and start implementing it. Okay, this next one is really important, guys. You gotta start watching who you're around. You need to keep an eye on your circle of people and you need to make freaking sure, you need to make damn sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with have your best interests at heart. They are lifting you up. Now, you may have people in your life that are like direct assholes to you. Like they directly are not nice to you. (laughs) Like I hate that for you. If that's the case, you obviously need to leave those people in the dust. But most of us like don't like tend to surround ourselves with people that are directly mean, but they may be passive aggressive. They may be giving off an air of disapproval. They may be judgmental. They may be really competitive. Like there are a lot of different ways that people can be toxic. You need to take a look at the people that you surround yourself with and ask if they improve or lower, if they basically if they raise or lower your level of confidence or if you walk away from these social situations feeling drained, questioning yourself, etc. Anyone in your life who's making critical comments, giving off airs of competition, disapproval, etc., you do not need any help with that. Like we already do that 
shit enough <laughs> to ourselves. Like people are always, are women especially, we're already so hard on ourselves. We're already so quick to be judgmental, so quick to be the first one to tear ourselves down. Why would you need other people in your life assisting with that? Like you do not need that. So pay attention to the nuance. Pay attention to the undertone. What are people giving off energy-wise? And do I need to start making some cuts in my life, the people that I surround myself with? Like that's super important. Last but not least, social media. Okay, social media, I actually think can be, while while it is one of the biggest like tools that I use in my business and that my clients use in their businesses, social media can be the source of so much evil, literal evil, because it can cause so much comparison, so much insecurity, just so many bad things. If you're going to run an online business specifically, or if you're going to spend any time on social media in your life, like you, you may have to be on social media. If you're an online entrepreneur, you're going to be on social media a lot. But the amount of that time that is spent scrolling versus like working it's up to you. So if you're spending a lot of time scrolling, comparing, spiraling literally into a negative headspace, we need to address that. If you're like, why does everyone that I see on my feed or even just a few specific people, why does it make me feel like shit about myself? If that's the case, you need to take ownership and you need to recognize like I'm actually fully in control of the people that I'm connected with on social media. Why am I allowing there to be people in that realm that make me feel like shit. Like that should not be an option. That should not even be something that's allowed because you are the one allowing it. So pay very close attention to the time that you're spending online. And even if you feel like certain people that you follow are inspiring you, but you walk away feeling even more insecure about yourself because of something you see in them that you feel is better, cut that out. Again, you don't need any help. You don't need to pile on the insecurity stuff because you'll have a higher tolerance for what you can see and access online once you start working on those other tips that I shared. Once you start taking those active steps to address weaknesses, once you start to exercise discipline, you might not be so affected by the different things you see online. But I think for a lot of people, social media plays a sneaky role in the insecurity that they're dealing with. And it can be really hard to get out of that. So just remember, you're in charge of that. And if you walk around all day letting social media make you feel like shit, you need to look in the mirror and you need to say, is that my fault? Because that other person doesn't really know that you're watching their stuff usually, right? Like unless you're following like your ex-boyfriends and you guys are like posting out of spite, usually the person posting isn't being harmed. It's you being harmed. So you have to stop letting that happen. Otherwise, it's going to continue to happen. Like there's no way around that. So you guys, these are my tips because insecurity and imposter syndrome, they really can derail you on your path to success, but it doesn't always just have to be about journaling and like reading a self-help book. You can start actively addressing areas of your life that are contributing to these negative factors until you find that you are confident, until you find that you are celebrating yourself. You find that you do not identify any longer as someone who suffers from imposter syndrome on a daily basis. So I hope this is helpful, you guys. As always, make sure you get connected with me on my socials. I'll list them up here. I'm just at Emily Woods Wellness across the board. And make sure you're following the podcast Instagram. It is at the first million underscore podcast. 
Super, super fun place over there. I am sharing daily little short highlights of different episodes where you'll be able to laugh, pick up a little tidbit, make sure you don't miss an episode and just overall get a daily like motivational taste of what we're talking about here on the first million. But I believe in you guys so much. You deserve to be confident. You deserve to feel good in your own skin. You deserve to feel empowered in your own success. So let's go make it happen. Love you guys the most. Love you guys the most, and I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.